0: Welcome to our time together in God's Holy Word, another opportunity to get together and uh, see God's Word for what it is, the literal words of God, to know in Psalm 33 that God promised us that he's given the thoughts of his heart to all generations. So the thoughts of God's heart are here, he's given them to all generations, so they're here today and the thoughts of his heart are expressed through the words of God found in the Word of God. And if you don't have any idea what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the authorized King James Version of 1611. And everything since 1881 has come from the Alexandrian manuscripts to get you ready for what's coming upon this planet. A one-world government a one-world religion with a one-world leader and dictator who will demand worship as God Almighty, even though he is not God Almighty. So the Lord's shown us how all this is going to take place. And I'm excited to let you know that uh, beginning with this lesson, we're going to start in the book of Revelation. And we're going to take a study through the book of Revelation to get you prepared to give you... The things that you need, the equipment that you need, the tools that you need, the armor of God that you need, so that you'll be able to stand and having done all things to stand for the Lord Jesus Christ in the closing moments of what we call today the church age. So, welcome aboard. I hope you found your way to your seat. Please fasten your seat belts and put up your tray tables. And get ready for flight number 777, even so, come, Lord Jesus. So we want to go to Revelation chapter 1. And here we see, this book is the revelation of Jesus Christ. So we got to get that straight. Just like the the book of Hebrews said, this is the epistle of Paul, the apostle to the Hebrews. So Paul wrote it. It's to the Hebrew people. It's to prepare them for this coming time that we're talking about. When the church age will end, the rapture of that body of believers that is contained all over the world, those who have put their faith in Jesus Christ, will be caught up in the clouds to be with the Lord, and so shall we ever be with our Lord. And when he catches us out, then things will go on here business as usual, and they'll get ready for their one world kingdom with their passport, which is called the Mark of the Beast, and you won't be able to buy, you won't be able to sell, you won't be able to take an airline, you won't be able to go to a sporting event, and we're seeing all the precursors to this taking place live now. So Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. This is John the Apostle the one who at the Last Supper was sitting next to Jesus Christ, was in tune with Jesus Christ, heard the very heartbeat of the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, he was on the same page, same frequency with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of that, God gave this revelation of Jesus Christ unto Jesus Christ to give to his servant John, to give to his servants today. And that ends up being us in this present day and in this present hour. Revelation (coughs) chapter 1 verse 2, excuse me, Who, who bear record of the word of God. John bear record of the word of God. You read the gospel of John, he bears record to the word of God. A great gospel, different from Matthew, Mark, or Luke. Showing again the principle of the number four in the Holy Scriptures, that God will show speak once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. So you have Matthew, king of the Jews, Mark, the perfect servant, Luke, the son of man. But all of a sudden you get to the Gospel of John. It's totally, completely different than the other three, and it stands by itself. Because in the Gospel of John, Jesus Christ is presented as the Son of God, which means God the Son. What you have is you have God Almighty manifest in the flesh in the person of Jesus of Nazareth. And that's why when Jesus Christ died on the cross, the Lord God Almighty shed his blood for our souls shed his blood for our sin and sins, that we might be made the sons of God. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. So, beloved, we have been privileged to be called the sons of God. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, and his appearing will be soon, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him, that's the blessed hope, and the hope of Jesus Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself even as he He is pure. So even so come Lord Jesus. So Revelation chapter 1 verse 2 who bear record of the word of God, John and of the testimony of Jesus Christ, referring to the apostle John and of all things (coughs) that he saw. Now here's an exceeding and a great and a precious promise given to you By God Almighty, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. Oh, beloved, what a promise is given to all believers in Jesus Christ. Blessed is he that readeth. Oh, my. You know what? You want a blessing? Read the book of Revelation. God says, blessed is he that readeth. Hey, whoever you are, wherever you stand with the Lord right now, blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy. So the fact that this is being brought to you by the Sure House Coffee Company, and it's from Worcester Bible Church, Pastor Joe Silvestri, blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy. You are going to have the opportunity to hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, seven being the number of completion in your holy Bible, grace be unto you in peace from him which is and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, oh, the name that's above all names, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in His own blood. Oh, folks, if you don't get anything else from this, get that today. Get that from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto Him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood the lord god almighty the lord jesus christ loved you and displayed that love over 2000 years ago on a lonely hill called golgotha the place of a skull he died on the cross jesus christ he shed his blood he washed us from our sins In his own blood he died for us was buried and he rose again the third day according to the scriptures and that is good news for any lost sinner who will confess to God that he is a sinner and who will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross and shed his blood for them was buried and rose again to those who will invite the Lord Jesus Christ, into their hearts. They will be gloriously saved, gloriously born again, and one of these days the trumpet will sound and will be caught up in the clouds to be with our Lord Jesus Christ, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Revelation chapter 1, verse 6, it says, And hath made us kings and priest unto God and his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever amen the book of revelation is the is one of the most important books in the holy bible of the 66 books contained in the holy scriptures and six being the number of man God put his holy words into the English language for these last days because English is the universal language. And therefore, every man is without excuse because he could have gone to the dime store or the dollar store and gotten himself a Bible for pennies or a dollar, or he could have come to Worcester Bible Church and we would have given him a Bible, or he could have tuned into Now the End Begins and asked for a Bible, and they would send you a free Bible. So we have no excuse today. We are without excuse, because blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. The book of Revelation is one of the most important books in the Holy Bible. That Holy Bible has 66 books because six is the number of man. So God speaks once, one six. He speaketh twice, another six, you have 66 books, yet man perceiveth it not. Now that being said about the book of Revelation being one of the most important books in the Holy Bible, it's one of the most feared books in the Bible, it's one of the most hated books in the Bible, and it's one of the most misunderstood books in the Holy Bible. And this is because because it is the only book in the Holy Bible that gives clearly and not only clearly but in detail the end of Satan. And that's why he doesn't want you to get familiar with this book and that's why God added a blessing to him that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. This book gives clearly and in detail the end of Satan. The end of the church. Because we see, and as we get into this study, we're going to see that we're in the closing moments of what's called the church age. This book tells us about the end of the church age and then the beginning of a time called the tribulation. And we take the position of a pre-tribulation rapture of the church. And I wouldn't waste my time um, arguing with you about it. I've been saved now for 50 years. Been searching the scriptures. And guess what? I'm persuaded. And as I preached last Sunday, I'm fully persuaded. So if you're not, that's between you and God. But I can tell you this. Get in the word of God and read the word of God. And study to show yourself approved. And search the scriptures. And God, the Holy Ghost, will give you the answer from God's Holy word but that's a difficult thing to do today because all you new bibles got rid of the word search in john chapter 5 verse 39 and they got rid of the word study over there in timothy two fifteen. so the devil's been busy he has not been sitting back sleeping he has been busy 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 so it's second timothy chapter 2 verse 15 they got rid of the word study go check it out for yourself This has been going on since 1881 when the revised version came out and then 1901 when the American Standard Version came out and they've been changing the Word of God and the devil's been eroding the Word of God from that time to the present to get things ready for this time, for such a time as this, so that he could deceive the whole world. So this book, Revelation, in the book of books the Holy Bible, gives us clearly and in detail the end of Satan, the end of the church, the Jew, the end of the Jew, the end of the Gentile, the end of the nations, the end of Roman Catholicism, and the end of this present universe. You can see now why this book of Revelation is such a target For criticism and a target for unbelief. If you read the Holy Scriptures carefully, Jesus left some places and moved on to other places because of their unbelief. The children of Israel could not enter into that promised land because of their unbelief. The Christian today cannot enter into that rest that God has for him in Christ Jesus. Because of unbelief. So we can see why this book of Revelation is a target now for criticism and a target for unbelief. Men resent being told the future by an authoritative source. And that authoritative source is the authorized version of 1611. You know what they hated about Jesus Christ? If you go to Matthew chapter 7, verse 29, and if you go to Mark chapter 1, verse 22, you find out that the Lord Jesus taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. We're living in a day and age, in this church age, when God's people resent the authority of God's holy words. They don't want to be told what's right. They don't want to be told what's wrong. They don't want to be told what they ought to be doing. We are such a rebellious generation that we don't want to hear from God. We don't want God in our thoughts. And we want to do our own thing and we want to do it our own way and we want to do it when we want to do it. And we don't like to retain God in our thoughts. But God says again, Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand in matthew chapter 21 verse 23 and 24 and also the corollaries are in mark 11 verse 28 and 29 and in luke chapter 20 verses 2 to 8 in matthew 21 23 it says and when he was come into the temple the chief priests and the elders of the people came unto him as he was teaching and said. They began to question what he was saying. They began to question uh, his ministry. They began to question how he was performing his ministry. They began to criticize and find fault and complain and murmur. They came unto him as he was teaching and they said, By what authority doest thou these things. And who gave thee this authority? And Jesus answered and said unto them, I also will ask you one thing, which if you tell me, I and likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. And in Luke chapter four, verse 36, they were all amazed and spake among themselves saying, what a word is this? What a word is this? Oh my, what a word is this? For with authority and power. So authority and power are two completely different things. When they asked this question, they said, for with authority and power. What a word is this? For with authority and power. He commandeth the unclean spirits, and they come out. So authority and power are two different things. So in your quote, quote, new Bibles, when they quote Jesus in Matthew 28, verse 18, and they change the words of God, the word of God says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, because of that, you can go, you can teach all nations, you can baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. You can teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So Jesus said in Matthew 28, verse 18, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He said, all power, all power power. He did not say all authority. They're different. You can have authority and have no power. But if we're going to preach the gospel to every creature, we need the power of God to accomplish God's command, God's mandate for the church. So all power, is given unto the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven and in earth. What a word is this, they said, for with authority and power. He had the authority because he's the King of kings and Lord of lords. And he has the power because he's God Almighty, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end. He was and is and ever shall be the Almighty God, the Lord Jesus Christ. May I introduce you to him. Men deeply and men bitterly resent any revelation about their future, which is negative. And anything that prophesies evil concerning them, they hate. You read about this in 1 Kings chapter 22, verses 13 to 28. The messenger that was gone to call Micaiah the prophet spake unto him, saying, Behold, now the words of the prophets declare good unto the king with one mouth. Let thy word, I pray thee, be like the word of one of them, and speak that which is good. Tell us something good. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth what the Lord saith unto me, that will I speak. So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, Shall we go up against Ram of Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered, Go and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And the king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me, but evil? And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the hosts of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit, and stood before the Lord, and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him, and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these thy prophets. And the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. God's giving you his word. And he said, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and do it now. Just do it.